Hello and welcome to Zack Attack. We're never going to be better than this. This is episode 27. Bonus episode. Bonus episode. I don't even know if we're doing bonus episodes anymore. Now that we're doing... I guess this is a bonus episode because, like, our schedule has become two per month. So the, it, it almost feels like the 15th of the month, the second one we release is not a bonus episode, but this is the third in August. Baywatch. Have we ever done three in one month before? We did three High School Musicals. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. But like they didn't feel as close as... The, I mean, we recorded them kind of more spread out, I think, right? We also did three... I was thinking about this. Back last September, we did whatever the September movie was, but then also Neighbors 2 and Mike and Dave both came out on Blu-ray that month. Oh, yeah, that's so right. We, we did two do. bonus episodes. Episodes, right. like the 20th and the 27th or something. I remember now, yeah. So this is the day, if you're listening to this, the day it comes out, it is August 29th, Baywatch on DVD and Blu-ray today. It was on VOD two weeks ago, which is when we watched it. We did not watch the extended edition. I wish we did. There's five minutes of uh, extra footage. I don't know what it is. Did you watch the extended edition? No. I didn't say, I didn't know if you were like talking we as in me or... No, we as in the both of us didn't us, watch it. Us, yeah. Us, the collective us. The collective we. We are in this together and we are never going to be, be better, better than, than this. this. No, we're never going to be better than this. This is a movie that I saw in theaters earlier this year that I saw saw again last night for this. I don't remember if I gave a micro review when I saw it, but the the review then was that I did not like it. And the review this time is that I still didn't really like it, but I liked it more. Okay, good. And I figured that you were going to like it. I and love I know, it, dude. Man, it's um it's difficult. Like my biggest problem with this movie is everything that's to do with the investigation. Dude, I don't even I think like, the investigation's stupid. That's not the part of, like that, that that's meaningless to me when I watch the but movie. But that's so much of the movie. Like when it, it when it happens, it comes on screen, it grinds to a halt. Like I understand that that's what the show was about and that that's what this movie wants to be. It wants to be sort of like a 2-hour version of an episode where you have beautiful people. It's kind of an homage, not even like a an, a version of it. It like investigation is just like driving the story i guess but it's really just like just beautiful people and tits and stuff well what's weird about this is that it's not a reboot because but okay so here's here's what's weird the rock and hoff kelly rohrbach oh no no no. the rock and and kelly horba kelly rohrbach which one is she the blonde the hot blonde the blonde one okay they are both named they're named mitch and cj which were david hasselhoff and Pamela Anderson's names, yeah. character names on the show. Yes. But they're both in this movie as that too. So like it exists in the same universe. There's just two guys named Mitch, which is super weird. The thing that really annoyed me just like from the jump about this movie is like, okay, the Hoff and Pamela Anderson are going to be in it. And there's like the big Pam reveal at the end, right? But in the opening credits, they I say know, that I she's know. in it. And that was so frustrating to me. It totally ruined the surprise. The only thing I can think about is that that was, like, contractual. Like, I'm only going to be in this if my name's in the opening credits. You know what I mean? Like They didn't even need I opening understand. credits. They just needed to not do them. It's so stupid. Well, I know, but that's a whole... It's a whole Hollywood thing. It's just... It's it's an ego thing. And that's, like, that con- actors negotiate for those rights. But you ruined the, the surprise of the movie. I, am, I completely agree. I completely agree. What I do want to say about the opening credits is that it, it might have the best title card I've ever seen, where The Rock goes and saves a person and is walking on the beach, this huge, like 
font Baywatch drops into the ocean, and then dolphins like flip out like in unison and sort of like in the background. Like it's the most majestic, yeah, it was wonderful cool. opening. It was pretty I cool. Loved. I liked it too. My biggest problem with this movie is that The Rock and Zac Efron, we know from other things, are talented comedic actors, and here for the most part, I feel like it's kind of like Veep in that everyone is kind of mean to each other, or at least mean to Zeph. And it takes a while to sort of get the rhythm down. Like, they're just so quick to just be cruel to him. And I kind of wish that, like, it was sort of happier and more go-lucky. And I just I don't think that a lot of the comedy in here works. I think that there is a lot of really funny stuff and a lot of really funny character moments and a lot that I really like just because I like the actors involved but I think that for the most part it, it just it's rough I wish that there was better comedy writing in this because it does feel like it's a lot of the rock just making shots at Zeph like little one-liners but that's one of my favorite parts about the Zeph movies that we've watched is I like him getting shit on because he takes it really well so like him calling him like you know in sync or like Jonas brother I wrote down as many of them as I could as many as I heard I wrote them all down yeah Rachel when we were watching the movie Rachel and I watched it last night and when we were watching it, she was like, oh, God, I wish I just had, like, a list of these. And I was like, trust me, I'm sure Joey and I both have, like, a complete list <laughs> of all the times he uh, calls something stupid. on IMDb, according to IMDb, uh, Zac Efron gave The Rock that list of names to call him. Oh, really? But, like, a lot of it is just, like, boy bands. So he calls him in the beginning, the first scene he sees him, he calls him One Direction, New Kids on the Block, and Sync. And it's just like, well, those are, like, it's Those are pretty it's tame. Creative. Yeah. 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 Later in the movie, he calls him gold medal because... So here's the thing. I told you my theory it's, last night when we were talking. To well, you. yeah, so, so why don't you say your theory because I have something to, to add on to that. So what So what did you hear? What did you say to me so, about... As I was watching this, I see Zeph come out. He has, like, this, like, kind of, like... Um, frosted tips thing going on here a little bit of blonde in his hair douchey looking haircut and i was like okay cool whatever then when they get to the part where they show you that he was like a washed up party boy swimmer with two gold medals i was like he's ryan lockie is exactly who he is in this movie to me he's just like ryan lockie joins baywatch played by zeph according to zach efron Okay. Who talked to Jimmy Kimmel, I think. He and like the people thought that Matt Brody was rumored to be based on Ryan Lochte, but Zeph told Jimmy Kimmel that he and the writer came up with the character entirely on their own. Which feels to me like they got really high together and were like, yo, wouldn't it be funny if we uh, came up with this guy who's like Ryan Lochte? And then they wrote down like character descriptions and then sobered up or like, oh, look at this character that we created. Like, that's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, it, it, that was a cover to not piss Ryan Lockie off, but it's definitely Ryan Lockie. Like, that's exactly who this is. Exactly. Like, it's it's somebody in need of an image makeover, right? Yeah. Although I guess, like, even Michael Phelps, like, he, he was caught smoking weed or whatever, and that was the whole thing. So I guess swimmers, swimmers just need image makeovers sort of a lot, unless you go out and you win more medals than anybody else in Olympic history, then you're then nobody of, you cares. Know, yeah. set for life. Exactly. I mean, Michael Phelps got in trouble for, like, smoking weed once and, like, having a picture with a bong or whatever, but, like, Ryan Lockie was, like, a fuck-up like Zeph is, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. And the hair. The hair is what did it. You know what yep. I mean? Like, the yep. frosted hair, that's, like, the ticket that's, like, you are being Ryan Lockie right now. So the other really weird thing that I, I, I just don't understand about this movie is that you cast Alexandra Daddario, who is this beautiful Which one woman, is she? Who also, she is the one that Zeph's in love with, the brunette. Okay. She was in another movie with The Rock. She was in San Andreas, where he played her dad. So it's weird to see them here sort of just like friends. Yeah. Which feels sort of more normal. Anyway, 
I, I cannot get over the fact that you cast her in a movie and then don't make her the main sex symbol. Dude, like, but, I mean, seriously, look at this blonde chick, dude. She's fire. Well, I know. Fire. So, Kelly Rohrbach is a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Is she? Uh, okay. Yes. She's beautiful. Gorgeous. She is in the movie. Like, she is the sex object, the sex symbol, the everything in this movie. Alexander Daddario, like, I feel like she's trying to get away from that, because, like, the whole movie, for the most part, she's, like, covered up in that, like... Yeah, she's overly covered, right? Yes. Which is weird, because, like, I just don't understand a world in which Zeph is enamored with her when Kelly Roback, when CJ exactly! is running around. I, I definitely agree. I wanted them to be together. I don't know why the blonde and Zeph aren't together at all. Well, because like, like, there's, like, this whole shared history between the blonde and that dumpy guy who's all heart who gets onto the team just because he's got no quit in him even though he's not the most physically gifted like yeah that's a whole that's a whole oh, other and his huge thing. dick and his huge dick also related to him because we're not gonna talk about him too much uh, his friend in this movie hannibal burris back from the neighbors movies he was the that's cop in right. neighbors and he's here as a computer hacker and spoiler alert bad guy yeah yeah that's right i totally forgot that hannibal i mean like i've seen hannibal in like a lot of stuff but i totally forgot that he right, was right, right. in neighbors yeah were you i was very proud of them for picking a blonde lead that didn't have fake boobs by the way and she's not dumb like she's just kind of the perfect woman in, in general every sense. like she's yeah she's like great at her job she's beautiful she's smart she's funny she's considerate she I likes the frumpy guy it's like it's perfect yep. it's like beyond perfect i don't i don't know what the writer looks like but it's almost like it was him saying like oh you know this guy can get this girl. Like I can get her too. Like she's, but the, and there's no there's no jokes made at her expense. Like she's no, just no. the nicest, most perfect, kind, ev- like everything. It's just she's a ten out of ten across the board. Whereas everybody else, like has flaws. Zeph is obviously a mess. Yes, exactly. People are sort of mean or whatever. Oh, well, I guess she does have. Was it her or was it the other one who, when they're doing the introductions, I think it was her. When they're doing the introductions to, like, this is the, you know, the audition process or whatever, the tryouts, and then she gives, like, this really detailed, specific, like, backstory. Like, she's got, like, a dark backstory or something that, like, is mentioned in that one scene. I don't remember. I don't remember what it was, but it was just, like, it was a very specific, like, don't do this or else, like, blah, 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 blah. And it was just, like, oh, like, that's something that happened to her. But other than that, like, she's just this flawless human being. I missed that because I was distracted by her a lot on screen. So, that's... I know. She's very, very pretty. She's very, and very also pretty. all the all the more pretty when you look at Pamela Anderson. At the end, like I don't want to be mean, but like she's just had so much plastic surgery. She's, yeah, she comes on it just like she's looking a little washed whew. for sure. It's it's rough. Hoff looks pretty good. I mean, he comes in. His reveal is so much better when he just shows up at the Sprint store. Like, hey man, why are you wearing shoes? Like, get back out there. I was hoping that he was gonna be like his spirit animal, like not really like an actual person. I wanted him to be like his like alter ego or like you know what i mean like guide or something you know i would love that i would absolutely love that i do think that like because in the post credit scene they have them he and the rock are sitting on a beach drinking beers yes or whatever, and like they're gonna he's gonna be in the sequel and i i do think that if there is a sequel and everybody comes back that the zeph storyline that i will like it more for his parts because this whole movie is about everybody doubting him and then him just sort of being a fuck up and then finally sort of saving the day at the end. Yeah. And yeah. it's, I understand that like it's the most of a character arc that anybody has in this movie. The reason I like Zach Zach movies, the reason I like Zach Efron's movies is because for the most part, he's just like 
this guy that you want to be kind of you know what i mean like even like teddy who has like these from neighbors who has like these low moments he still feels composed and he's not like a douchebag you, know you don't want to like, be just i mean like here he seems like he's a douche but like as you as it starts to unfold and you realize that he was like an orphan spoiler alert which is something we've been wanting for several uh oh, dude I, in the I was so, <laughs> my notes say he's finally a fucking foster kid and he also sleeps he's about to sleep under a bridge un, under the boardwalk yes which i feel is probably another one of our probably another one of your naked and shirtless guesses yes you know orphan kid sleeping alone outside on the ground like this this checks off so many weird joe zach efron boxes it's amazing yeah that's what, i mean like this movie was a lot of what i wanted you see that he's a douche but in this sense i can kind of like relate to it i don't mind him being a douche considering all the factors as like he's a gold medal winner he was a foster kid he did everything on his own he's kind of like a, like a maverick you know what i mean so it's not terrible. I'm just looking forward to the second one yes yeah, same i am though too people can still give him shit and call him names and whatever but it can be just sort of like he's just one of the gang and there's like he's they just have to like they can just have fun with it yeah they're still like hazing him and stuff yeah like i'm not watching zach efron's movies to like see like character development like i just want to i want to have fun and have a good time you know what i mean like and i just i I do wonder and this is gonna we're gonna get into a little bit later after we talk more about the movie when i watched this movie i sort of came up with this like grand unifying theory of zach efron and how i think maybe even though it's not true at all maybe this movie is kind of reflective of his career and i wrote this whole long essay on letterboxd so we're gonna get into it down the road cool um yeah and i I do want you know we've talked about before i want to see him in more mature roles more adult roles i love him as the party boy i like him in you know i love him in neighbors i love him in mike and dave i in those movies but like here i i just i don't want to see the reformed party boy i want to see either the guy who's like fun until the very end and then has like a, a startling realization i don't want to see somebody who like struggles through the movie like if i want that i'll go see another like a movie that's not baywatch that's not popcorn entertainment you know what i mean yeah 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 i get it i get it they didn't give us enough of him being a fuck up for it to be fun they didn't give me enough of him being a hero for me to like him so yeah i get what you're saying i do like that there's like this established world that the rock is sort of the kingpin of that he is this legend on the beach he's got 500 saves which is apparently something that they keep track of that people say that he invented google that he cured the common cold yeah and even in the film's first five or ten minutes he blocks kyrie irving cab superstar kyrie irving on a layup attempt while they're just playing like you know beach basketball so yeah i just love that this he's just like this mythic figure and at the very 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 end when there's like the whole fireworks display and he's like i'm oceanic motherfucker i was like yes like exactly is, yep the rock is exactly what i want in this movie Same. i want i want if zeph sort of had the the kind of not in the rock's role but like that same kind of like consistent confidence throughout and sort of this admiration page i'm like i would love this it just as a zach efron movie i was like i want more but you need needed Zeph to drive the story in this because The Rock is clearly like the lead right. actor. You know what I mean? Yep. So you have the blonde chick who's the hot one. You you have the other one that you like that Zeph loves. And then you have The Rock who's like The Rock. You know what I mean? He's That's exactly who he's going to be. He wants to be Zeus. and Or what? what's not Zeus? Who's the god of the sea? Uh, Poseidon. Poseidon? Yeah, he wants to be like Poseidon. You know, have his trident and shit. Like, that's just what I imagine him as. Another thing that changed in my life since the last time I saw this movie is that I saw all of Summerland. So, I like that this is kind of a triumphant return to the beach. To the beach. We've seen many, many Beach Zeph movies. And I have a lot of notes about, like, recurring 
Zeph themes throughout this movie. Can I go through them? Yeah, I do want to say that, like, one thing that is also really weird is that when we did Cage Club, the first time we ever see Nicolas Cage, and throughout a lot of his career, he's also really tied to the beach, too. So I like that, you know, we have Cage and Zac Efron both at home on the beach. The only difference here is that between Summerland and this movie, Zac Efron got a little bit bigger and a little bit more muscular. Just a tiny oh, bit. just a little. Just, just a, a little tiny bit. bit. He, he is, like, I can't see his body type, because we've talked about his body a lot on the show. Yeah, we have, yeah. Because he doesn't have a huge frame. I can't see his frame getting any bigger than this. Like, he's gigantic. He's enormous in this movie. I'm actually at that scene, like, the scene right now when he's, like, doing the first part of the course. The first part of the obstacle course. And he is fucking ripped. Incredibly huge, like, scary. Yeah. Well, what I do love about this world, and I do love about sort of his body, I guess, in in this world, (laughs) is that when they capture, or he's watching, when he's under the boardwalk, and he's watching that YouTube video of him as the vomit comet puking in the pool, he scrolls through the comments, and one of the comments is, how does this D-bag have so many abs? And it's just like, yeah, like, exactly. My favorite favorite one during that was, his hair gel is 100% semen-based. I don't know if you saw that one or not. (laughs) I didn't. was my favorite one. Yeah, I was trying to read them because they were amazing, and the 100% semen-based one was my favorite. So what are your other Zeph? Does Zeph cry in this movie or no? No, he does in almost tears. Rachel and I are talking about I was like, look, we're getting an almost cry, and she was like, when he throws the medal, he doesn't almost cry. And and he doesn't almost cry maybe like two or three times in this movie. I don't think he gets real tears. I don't. There's some rain during this uh, competition, by the way. So he's shirtless and wet and raining, which is something that I've been asking for for a long time. When the shirtless meter is so far off the charts, I think it's okay to, to sort of have a, a pass on me crying. Cause like, but he got close. We got an effort, man. He was close. Um, so what else did you see that sort of links this to other Zeph movies? I don't know, okay, I'm going to go through them. I'm going to see if you, catch, if you caught some of these. He's from Iowa again. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's from Iowa uh, again. That was, that was uh, at any price, right? Yeah, the one with the cars. I think, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at any price. With my girl, Micah Monroe, yes. At the beach again, he's a swimmer again, which he's been a swimmer in Parkland, right? Where, not Parkland, maybe the other one. The Paperboy. The Paperboy, he was a... Also, also related to the Paperboy, there is a jellyfish in this that it's yes! in, except, except Nicole Kidman does not pee on him in this movie. No, she does not. Which is why this movie is worse than the Paperboy, because that one scene is maybe the greatest scene that's ever been in any movie ever. Yes, those were the couple that I caught. I might have some more scattered through my notes that I just can't find right Right now definitely iowa and swimmer and beach which we talked about like yeah there was like a, there was a couple recurring oh a motorcycle again he rode a motorcycle in um new year's eve oh yeah there was a lot of consistencies that i saw and the whole soundtrack to this which was awesome by the way i think this is one of the best soundtracks in a zeph movie we've gotten i was every time a new song came on i was just like oh joe's probably loving this right now but the only the other the only other movie that i can think is this like prevalent like and just not music that has anything to do with what's going on just like music just like keep you pumped up like it just reminds me of Tokyo Drift it's just like yeah. all just like big songs yeah. that are just keeping you energized throughout the entire movie yeah so in this we get like a lot of electronic music which and then that's like a throwback to Wave for me like it was like Chemical Brothers there's some Diplo in there there was like a whole bunch of cool shit and I was like damn this is a really cool soundtrack I actually want to go look up the soundtrack or like what was on here I do like really early on we get another we don't get any descriptions of him as in like what his body looks like yeah. but The Rock does say his hands were soft and supple like a woman which is funny but it's also like 
why didn't Zephron Lover 19 have a description like that for his hands in Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure 2? Like, that's the kind True. of, you know, erotic fan fiction that I want to have in that. I want thumb rubbing from supple hands. Oh, yes. Soft, supple hands. Yeah. Zeph does describe himself as 80% trill and 20% dope. Which 30% pretty... dope. You messed it up. It was 80% oh. trill, 30% dope. I started typing the note as he was saying it, and I just, I shouldn't have assumed proper math from that <laughs> You should absolutely but... not have. He's 110% trill and dope. That's what he is. He's also just really, really dumb. I don't mind Zeph being dumb in Zeph movies, though. He plays dumb pretty well, and he's and he doesn't ever come off as, like, really stupid. He comes off as playing dumb, which is all right by me, so it's not terrible. Are you dyslexic? I'm Caucasian. It's just like, oh, okay. Like, that's, it's fine. Yeah. He's the American hero with the face of a Swedish model. What I do like is that, unlike a lot of other movies where he is this Greek god that we keep talking about how perfect of a human specimen he is, people in this movie at least admire that he's gorgeous. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they're turning a blind eye to him. They're like, oh my god, he's just a dumb douchebag. Yes. They acknowledge that he's good-looking, because we watch a lot of Zeph movies where they just, like, totally pretend like he's not good-looking at all, which is pretty funny. I'm just going through my notes. At one point in this movie, he drinks Mike's Hard Lemonade out of a can, which I did not know was a thing that existed. Yeah, Mike's Hard Lemonade out of a can, yeah. It also feels like the most Zeph drink ever. Really? It feels like, at least in terms of this kind of character. I wish it was Four Locos. I can see him drinking Four Locos here. Yeah, I can see that too, but I just, I don't know, it just feels like, oh yeah, like of course he would drink this like sort of party bro douchebag alcohol that nobody over 21 has ever drank. Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. Yeah. I get it. I, I wish it was Four Locos, but yeah. Oh, The Rock does call him High School Musical, which is I know. a little on the nose, but I also know. pretty cool. I know. He calls him High School Musical. And it was, like, so weird, because, like I, like I said, we were, I was, like, looking for all the connections, and the High School Musical one was really funny to me, because it, like, acknowledged that he was Zeph. Now that... I don't know, man. I don't think these are as funny now that you told me that Zeph wrote them. Like, they would be I much know. funnier if, if, like... If The Rock was improving them, I think they would have been much funnier. Now that I know that Zeph wrote them, it's, like... It's kind of lame, you know? Well, what's also weird is that it doesn't feel like there's a lot of improv in this at all. No. Like, when we get to the closing credits, we have one of those return to recent Zeph movies, bloopers and outtakes and, you know, sort of insults back and forth. And it feels like, based on that, the only person who was really improving was Rob Hubel, yes. who is the guy who fires the rock. And He's been in a lot of movies. I, I knew, I had a feeling yeah. when he, like, when he came onto the screen, like, actually in the beginning, I thought the guy that died in the very, very first scene was him and i was like oh that dude's in it and then when he when he was the cop like when he turns around and he's the cop like i was like this makes so much sense (laughs) like i was expecting him to be in this movie it just seemed like a movie made for him he's also very obviously the bad guy or a bad guy from the very beginning i think i I, from the very beginning even the first time i saw this i was like oh he's in on it yeah absolutely i no, i didn't get that because I've seen him in so many things, and I, I, I sort of know when he's playing. Because it's not like he's trying to really hide the fact. Like, it doesn't really matter if he no. knew the twister or whatever. Yeah. But, like, I can see him when he's trying to, like, just be, like, silly and goofy. And when here, when he's trying to be, like, serious and kind of hiding something, it's just a little bit different. So his shitty acting kind of gave it away? <laughs> a little bit. I do wish he was in it more, that he was able to sort of make fun of the people anymore. Because, like... Yes. The problem... I think that I have with, like, The Rock and uh, the black girl. I don't know her name, because I don't know anybody's name except for CJ and Mitch and Brody. Yeah, I don't know any of their names. Is 
I feel like as a family, which they basically become after the tryouts, they should sort of be kind with one another and sort of it's them against the world. Yes. And I kind of wish we had other people from the outside, like Rob Hubel, like the beach cop, just sort of around more to like make fun of them and have them collectively defend themselves. I don't want to see infighting. Like, I don't want to see like in a Fast and Furious movie, I don't want to see like The Rock and Vin Diesel. I mean, I guess that's a little bit different because, but I don't want to see like, you know, Vin Diesel and Brian O'Connor like and Paul Walker making fun of each other because like they're in it together. They've been in it together. Yeah, they're a team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think that once like Zeph is kind of like on the team that The Rock making fun of them shouldn't have been it should have been other people making fun of them. You're right. Last episode, we talked about some... I don't remember if you called it great foreshadowing or terrible foreshadowing. I think terrible foreshadowing on Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure 2. Beautifully terrible foreshadowing. Beautifully terrible foreshadowing. In this movie, we have the guy in the shower. What is his name? I'm going to look that up. Do you know the character's name? No, the nerdy one. Him... We're just the nerdy one. Can we just call him so the, the nerdy, nerdy one? the nerdy one is singing Katy Perry's Roar. Yeah. naked in the co-ed shower when he's supposed to be wearing a bathing suit or whatever. And, yeah. You know, he showed, like, he's also irrationally confident, but hey, I mean, that's cool. That's how he gets CJ. That's, that's, Dude, that's if, you, if you have a fucking 12-inch banger, that's what's gonna... <laughs> I would be irrationally confident, too. But what I thought could have been cool foreshadowing is if he was singing Firework in the shower, and then oh. at the end of the movie there were fireworks. I didn't think about that till this time when I was just like, okay, because Roar, like, I wrote that down. Makes and then sense. at the end, the big climactic scene is the fireworks. And then, like, maybe they could have... I don't know if it would have worked, but they could have cut back to him, like, singing or something or put that song over and sort of had it, like, as a motif throughout. Because I do like the end... You're absolutely right. They should have had the fireworks go off. Him, like like hacking, you know, setting off the fireworks and then they're playing Katy Perry's fireworks. You hear him singing it over like they do his version of it. You're right. I think that would be perfect. I feel like th- that's just like one of example and just like a lot of the investigation stuff that like if they just had one more person take a pass at the script because I think there's a lot of funny here. There's a lot of cool stuff. There's a lot of cool like the fight scene between the rock and that guy who steals the phone that they chase through and they have in the house and they have the fight in the baby room. Yes. I think there's a lot of cool stuff that I, I really haven't seen in other places. I think there's a lot of good stuff here. I think that if they just had one more pass through, made the movie a little bit shorter the fact that this is two hours is kind of crazy like there's it feels it's long dude it shouldn't be this long and like just little things to just sort of tighten it up simplify the investigation i think this would have been a movie that like i loved and that a lot of people love but as it stood it's a movie disliked by both critics and fans to the point that the rock tweeted out we didn't make this movie for critics he was feeling so, I guess, hurt or defensive yeah. or whatever that he had to defend this movie. But it's just like, it, there's a lot of, like, I don't, I'm not, like, I don't think it's a really high bar to clear either as a Zeph movie or the Rock movie or, or Baywatch a movie. summer blockbuster movie or a Baywatch movie. Just give me a little bit more. Or, like I was talking to uh, my Cage Club and Keanu Club co-host Mike Manzi about, he was saying, like, just make it more meta. Make it more like the Jump Street movies where, like, you're kind of poking fun a little bit at the source material. I mean, they do a little bit here, like, yeah. Why is she running in slow motion? But, like, other than that, it's like they're afraid to be mean about the show, which is really, like, ripe for, you know, mockery. Like, just, you don't have to be, like, mean about the show, but just be a little bit like, hey, we know that Tongue we're making a Tongue-in-cheek about it. We yeah, know you this should know that it grab. exists. Yeah. Exactly. Also, I think they should they should have made some more Hasselhoff shots. They should have made some Pam shots. You know what I mean? Like, they should have made some some jokes yeah. about them. Like, I would have yeah. liked, a, like, a Knight Rider joke. I would have liked, you know, like, eating a cheeseburger drunk. Like, if we could have seen Zeph eating a cheeseburger and drunk on the floor... That would have been really funny to me. You know what I mean? Like, 
like or even like references to like somebody being big in Germany or whatever just like yeah 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 like oh like right Zef Locky is really famous in Germany <laughs> you know what I mean like so, yeah I agree just like just no it's just I don't like that's another thing like there's like parts there but just if you had somebody and I I, I do understand like the Jump Street movies especially 22 Jump Street is I, I love that movie like I don't think like it needs to be that good but like do it something like that just get weird with it as opposed to like everybody is just so serious like the actors are all serious in this movie like the rock like never really cracks a smile like even when he's like making fun of Zeph like he's like this is my job like I need to save people's lives or whatever yeah like, I don't I don't know it's 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 a strange like it's almost there it's just not quite I agree I can understand your qualms with it I do wish like they had to try to make it an action movie for the rock when he could have just been funny and yep. like yeah there's a, there's a lot of falling short I would have liked to see it cleaned up some you could have taken a lot of logical jump liberties here because it's Baywatch, you know what I mean? Like, nothing yeah. needed to, like, flow and make sense. No. You could have done a lot of these things that, like, or let's, like, like, you know, like, just drop Zeph in, make fun of him once, move along. You know, like, you don't really need, like, a tryout. You don't need the, like, you know what I mean? I do wonder if this movie made money, because I would like, I really would like to see a sequel, because I do think that, like, once they got all this sort of out of the way... Same. They're sort of free to get weird and get silly with it. Yes. Well, okay, so the movie cost $69 million to make. Which isn't that much, top. actually. It made worldwide 176. So even if you double the budget for marketing, because there was a lot of marketing about this, it still made like almost 40 million dollars. So like that's not bad. I mean, you no. can put out a sequel. Like if I, I, and I do VOD's think coming out and they're gonna make more money off of it. You need The Rock to come back. Yes. You need Zeph to come back. Yes. You need Alexandra Daddario to come back. I think you need CJ to come back, but also, like, I, I do love her in this movie, but I think if you just replaced her with, like, another, like, you could make, sort of make, like, a running joke, like, oh, there's just, like, another hot blonde. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the, the three you need are the three that sort of spearhead the investigation that go into the morgue. You know what I mean? I like, don't think you need Zeph's girlfriend. I don't think you need her you don't to come think so? back. No, I don't think so. I think that she's replaceable. I think the nerdy kid is less replaceable than Zeph's girlfriend is. That's fair. What's tough about this movie is that when it opened, it opened in third place i mean the other thing is that this is a rated r movie is they it go hard on the yeah they do they curse so much they curse so much like, that's, I, that's, I don't really notice it the, because you know my language so well i know that but like it doesn't offend me it's sort of like you know like the same thing it's not as bad as deadwood but it's similar to that like you don't need to be cursing in these times like it's not adding anything yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i just, get it i definitely get it it's lazy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it opened in third place uh pirates of the caribbean dead men tell no tales opened with 62 million dollars which, of course, I was always going to make a ton of money. Yeah. And then Guardians of the Galaxy 2, in its fourth week in theaters, still made more money than this. Damn. So, I mean, it, it opened in a tough week, and it's the, you know, it's, it's the beginning Those of... Those were two movies that, like, that's a, that's a rough summer blockbuster lineup to try to yes. go against. So I get it. The other thing is, like, this summer has been really, really good for movies. Blockbusters have been pretty good, and indie movies have been really good. And I think that if this came out in a worse summer, I don't know that critics would have loved it, but I think they would have been a little bit more fair on it. But when you have really good blockbusters coming out this year, it highlights even further just how this wasn't, you know, necessarily worth the price of admission. Yeah, I'm very glad that I I didn't see it in theaters. I mean, like, I wanted to, I planned on it, I wouldn't have been disappointed because I really liked it. But at the same time, like, this felt like a good watch-at-home kind of movie. To make a blockbuster that you feel really comfortable with watching at home isn't a good sign. A couple other names that The Rock calls Zeph, he calls him Troubled Youth. 
Malibu Ken. Malibu Ken was a good one. McDreamy and Bieber. Yeah, Malibu Ken's like a good one, but like Troubled Youth is lazy. McDreamy's lazy. Bieber. No, McDreamy was good because he was in the he was in that like you know he was dressed like a doctor. They were in the morgue. Him dropping the McDreamy on him in that situation was really funny to me. I laughed. So that that's gonna come back later in my grand unifying theory. So I will talk about that a little bit later. I have thoughts about that. So Ronnie is the dumpy kid, the the nerdy guy. He does that panda dance or the dance to panda the song. Yeah, which I didn't. I didn't enjoy that part at all. Like, he wasn't a good enough dancer to sell it, and it wasn't flamboyant enough for it to be funny. It was, like, somewhere in between, and I was like, okay, like, you can stop. And it also ran on for, like, two or three minutes. They That's spend something a they lot of time on that. They don't cut away from it. No. They show that CJ is, like, enraptured by it. The Bollywood actress, this is actually pretty cool, so the main I knew she was a Bollywood a actress. What has she been yes. in? What, let me let I me look know. it up. I because I swear I've seen her in a Bollywood movie. I really really did. Well, do you know what her name is? Her name is Priyanka Chopra. Priyanka. I will send you her. IMDb I got right it. No, now. I'm looking it up right now. She was in Barfi, which I don't know what that is. She was in Quantico, which is a TV show on an American show. It looks like she's kind of crossed over. She's still doing a lot of Indian movies. But what's cool about it is that her character was originally written for a man, and then the director met her or something and was like, "Oh, I want you to be this part." Yeah, I mean, dude, she plays a really great. I, I think that she doesn't do a bad job at this, so I was pretty happy with it. I think there is one, I don't want to say it's like a misstep, but at the very end, when she's about to get blown up by a firework, Zeph calls her crazy. He's like, you're crazy. And she says, like, if I was a man, you'd call me driven. And I was like, this is not the kind of movie that I want to be giving lessons about, like, sexist talk. You know what I mean? Like, okay, like, that's a valid point, but not in this movie. Yeah, dude, I'm all for equality and stuff like that, but come on, this movie's about tits and beautiful women. Yeah, I don't want to be, I don't want to be taught about what I'm doing wrong when I'm already just watched this blonde chick's boobs for, you know, two hours. Tranny Zeph, can we talk about Tranny Zeph? What part of Tranny Zeph? That it was just hilarious, and he looked really good, and I liked the Tranny Zeph. Oh, and then when he's, like, doing the, when he does the obstacle course, and the rock's like, cool, but that wasn't the obstacle course, it's like, why did you make him do that then? Yeah, and then it was kind of lazy writing to just, like, make them do, like, a strength competition, because, like, the rock is obviously going to win that. Like, I wanted him to beat him at swimming. You know what I mean? Like, that would have been, like, the ultimate thing, like, an in-the-water obstacle course, and The Rock could have, like, beat him with, like, lifeguard techniques, right. you know what I mean? And it would have been like, oh, like, you're a good swimmer, but, like, The Rock will always beat you at, like, dragging people out of the water. You know what I mean? If they had, like, some floating dummies or something, this would have been much more believable. Instead, it's flipping a giant tire and then carrying two refrigerators on your shoulders, like... Yeah, it's like, okay. how do you expect Zeph to, like, compete with that? Like, that's not... But he still does, kind of. He I mean, does. And they didn't have The Rock just crush him in the obstacle course, which they also should have done, you know what I mean? So it's like, you kind of got like half and half, and it wasn't really fair. I didn't like that part. What's also weird is that later in the movie, when they kind of team up, uh, I think it might be right after The Rock gets fired, Zeph says about that guy who gets blown up on the ship or gets killed on the ship or whatever, he's like, oh no, he was wearing a really expensive tag watch. And The Rock was like, yeah, I saw that watch. But it's like, well, then why didn't you do something about that? Like, no, he said he saw the watch on some other one of his of her cronies. But he said it in a way that, like, oh yeah, like that's something I know about, but I just didn't think it was important. Like it's just like, well, well he didn't like, know like, about it. Of... Wait, wait, you're you're going into this because he didn't know about it because he didn't see it on that guy. Zeph just mentioned it to him, and he said, oh, I've seen it on other guys, not that guy. Then maybe I just have a problem with the way that The Rock delivered that line because it felt it didn't feel like enough of a reveal because that's how they sort of link everything together and just like it wasn't oh, a okay. reveal though it was that Zeph made the connection and they like 
connected it together and he's like oh yeah you're right i've definitely seen it on some other guys now that you brought that up this makes sense that's fair it wasn't like the rock figured it out right there it was that zeph said something about it and then the rock was like oh cool we can piece it together now and they like tag teamed it but what i do like as sort of a next uh, as like a follow-up to that they sort of you know they double down on the investigation there they sort of take zeph in and they start doing things together, but all Zeph wants to do is investigate the other girls who are on that boat and just, like, really high, and the Rock's like, no, they're really high, they can't, they won't remember anything. And Zeph's <laughs> like, oh, even better, like, let me just go do that. Like, I like that he's consistent to that kind of character, and that worked for me. It's just, the rest, because now, that worked for me, I think, because he's, like, accepted into the group, you know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. not making fun of him for that. They're like, oh, like, look at this little rascal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, Zeph being Zeph again, you know? Those girls on the boat were stupid hot, too, so... I get it. Everybody, like, even the extras in the background, like, if you just, like, look around, it's just like, oh, oh boy, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, they did a good job of casting. Did you catch the Kevin Hart reference? Um, no, maybe? The Rock has somebody in a headlock near the end, and he goes, you gonna go night-night, bitch, which is a Kevin Hart line from his stand-ups, which I'm sure you've seen. Yeah. You know know what is similar to that is that at one point, The Rock said he hits rock bottom, which apparently when he was a wrestler, the rock bottom Bottom was was his finishing move. Yeah, that was his signature move, dude. I never watched wrestling. I don't know anything about wrestling. The people's elbow and rock bottom. Those were his two moves. Man, wrestling was a lot of fun when I was a kid. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Another thing that I don't really love about this, and again, it's just it's it's just because it's lazy. What? Is the the Rock making Zeph look at that guy's taint and like just get close to his his dead dick? You yeah, know what I mean? like, yeah. It's just yeah. like because that again, just like the dance, like that was so so long. And I li- I like the payoff of you know the Rock just taking a picture, but just like oh, like look at him being uncomfortable and kind of homophobic and like yeah. It was a very very long run, and I don't I don't even think it was being him being homophobic. That was just like I just don't want to touch some other dude's gross dead guy. Dick. Yeah. yeah, like I don't want to touch gross dead dick either. The writing does feel lazy in this movie overall, but at the same time, you were seeing Baywatch. Again, like, lazy writing is, like, a part of Baywatch, so it's not really that bad. That's why, like, I don't hold, like, I don't blame this movie for a lot of its choices. It could have been much better. I think that if we, if we did all the things that we talked about, I would have enjoyed it much more. But at the same time, like, if you just turn your brain off, you just fucking watch it like it's a Fast and the Furious, and you just, like, want to see beautiful people do dumb shit, like, it's a great movie. I just wish that they elevated it a little bit, you know? Like, they they, they yeah. had the ability to, yeah. We're, we're holding it to higher standards because of what we wanted out of it and other people did the same thing too for different reasons and you're right like we've seen zeph act better we've seen the rock act better but at the same time it's fucking baywatch so it's like do i really care no i think that i will watch this movie again not anytime soon i wouldn't mind watching it again like it's not terrible like there's a couple like the rock action movies that like i never want to see again and like this is pretty fun another bit of foreshadowing is when he learns about sand grifters and then he sees that guy sand grifting yeah. And stealing purses with the cool. And he cooler, said at one yeah. point, Zeph was like, yo, this cooler's cool. And I was just thinking <laughs> about how you just, you, were, you wanted to buy a cooler last week, and I was just like, oh, I bet, like, Joe's, like, really into this cooler. Like, that should be the kind of cooler you get a brisket for. One with a grifting bottom. So you can just go around and snatch <laughs> up purses and just absorb it into the brisket. <laughs> you absolutely can. That's really funny. Matt has a giant boner. So there's, like, a whole long, I'll take a little side story. I've been wanting to buy a cooler. I know what, exactly which cooler I want. I was telling my friends, I'm going to buy this cooler, but it's on back order. I need the cooler to put the brisket in when it's done, 
to let it like rest it temp and tenderize itself but not be cooked and dry out that's why i need the cooler i tell my friends i'm gonna get this cooler my buddy matt who we've talked about before says you should check out this other cooler i said no that's a lame ass cooler i don't want that cooler fuck that he said like no this is a really great cooler dude it's so fucking good look at all the options and shit i'm like matt i don't care it's a lame ass cooler i don't want that one i know exactly which one i want i have it picked out it's just on back order i'm not gonna get it in time i'm not gonna order it and he's like i'm gonna get this so actually i didn't tell you this part of the story but like two days ago matt was over here and matt's like sitting on my couch and he's like you should have got that other cooler and i'm like i'm never gonna get that other cooler match shut the fuck up and he's like you know what and he like looks it up and he's like oh man i found it for even cheaper on amazon he's like i'm gonna buy it right now and so <laughs> so so he gets so he ordered it then and like the this morning or like either yesterday or today i forget which one it was but like matt gets the cooler and like we're in our group chat and my buddy zach is like matt which cooler did you get and i'm like he got the fucking igloo but i didn't realize that he was just trying to get matt all hype on the cooler again <laughs> just to fuck with them anyways matt has a boner for this fucking igloo cooler igloo sportsman if if you want to buy a shitty lame looking cooler like that's cool <laughs> I mean, I can't wait for Matt to never hear you tell the story on this podcast. Yeah, I know. He, I mean, he's not going to listen to it, but we've been laughing about him in this cooler for like four days now. <laughs> <laughs> if he did listen to it, he'd find out that we've just still been laughing. I mean, we laugh at him to his face about the cooler, but he's all excited for it. Like we're, we're going to, we're going to take a ride back and like, we're going to take a ride. Oh, cool. This, yeah, this will be out. So I'm going to take a ride home and go to Pittsburgh this weekend. And Matt, like every time, like we bring up like going home, he's like, but I'm going to have that cooler in case we get beers. And I'm like, okay, Matt, cool. <laughs> and like every time we say, we're like, okay, we're like, going to go do this. And he's like, yeah, and if we need to grab beers, I'll have the cooler. And we're like, oh, yeah, Matt, we know you just bought the cooler like you've been talking about for two weeks. <laughs> That's a little side Matt story for everyone. So I'm looking through my notes, and I don't really have a lot more to talk about until we get to sort of my big theory, because I want to get to that. But there's the big firework finale where they sort of hack into... There's this whole thing with like... Zeph and The Rock know nothing about tech. Like, Zeph says, uh, as much as I know about laptops, I don't know shit about computers. It's like, oh, okay. And they hack into this, you know, the system, and they find out, you know, where to go, and he finds all these drugs, and then they hack into the fireworks display, and sort of, you know, that's the big climactic scene. Yeah. And they win at the end, and then after the bad guy, the bad woman, has been vanquished, uh, they're running on the beach all in slow motion, and Zeph falls down. And didn't I remember, weren't there news stories like he fell down... But like it wasn't like part of this. I think this is like a play no. It was on exactly that. this. No, th- this was the pictures were exactly this because when I saw it, I said to Rachel like, "Oh, those are all those pictures that were floating around when they were talking about like Baywatch is coming out." It was all this picture of like Zeph falling, and I don't know if it was like real or faked, and they left it in the movie or what. But it was definitely those exact pictures. You're right. And then in the uh, closing credits, there are so many like little Zeph smooches, like he's kissing people's heads, and like Ronnie, the the nerdy guy, is like kissing him. Yeah, and all that was little a good like one. cute little things, which is which is funny. Then I wrote down there's the two things that Rob Hubel says back to back. He says you're like a dolphin on cocaine, but not annoying at all. Which yes, is great. which was a really great one. I love that one too. Yeah. You're like if a human fucked a jet ski which isn't possible at all but it would be so cool like yeah also that's also good like, yeah i want yeah. more of those in the movie same people not in the movie more same so i liked i wish that the rock was delivering those to zeph when he's making fun of him not like nsync backstreet boy right. justin bieber yes. like every boy band boy person ever i wanted him to be like you you're like a dolphin on cocaine you know like like that would have been hilarious because it's obvious that he like i know that he doesn't like him that he comes in all pompous and the rock is like i can't believe i have to deal with this so you know like this needy little kid or whatever but it's pretty clear quickly that the rock is appreciative of him and like 
you know, kind of in, you know, he knows that he's respects an asset to the team. Exactly. And so, like, you don't have to be mean. You can just sort of, like, make fun of him in funny, creative ways as opposed to just, like, hey, Lance Bass, like, boom, you know, like, just, ugh, yeah. All right. And the, the only thing I've written down about the movie is the thing that from the trailer is that, like, Zeph looks at Alexander Daddario's boobs that they're all covered up. And she's like, did you just look at my boobs? And he's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But then in the uh, closing credits, they play it back where she's like looking at his junk. And then she's like, she says, I'd love it if you wore tighter pants. I really would. Which I like that he's, she's sort of giving it back to him. And I wish that that kind of, that kind of thing was in the movie too. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, the outtakes were actually probably some of the best like comedic parts of the movie. I agree. I wish they would have actually made the final cut. Uh, do you have anything else to say about the movie before getting to trivia, and then I can say my theory, and then we can do the games? Or do you have anything, anything else about the the movie that you did, we can cover from your notes? Uh, no, I just want to say that I, I did really like this. I think that if you just take it totally at face value, it's not that bad. It was a fun Zeph movie for me to watch. This movie got really, really bad. Right, let me look up the numbers here real quick. 19 on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, come on, we've seen some worse Zeph movies than this. Like, this that was just like a it was like such a big name movie it was like hated because it wasn't what people wanted not because it's actually that bad i don't love this movie i don't think it's a good movie at all but i do enjoy it it's somewhere in the middle of my favorite f movies i also do appreciate the fact that like you know that it's not great in a lot of ways that you know that it could be better in ways so you're not like delusioned about or disillusioned about that this is like a great movie oh me yeah it is fun it is fun i just find it enjoyable like i really liked it i don't think that it's it's great by any means of like film it was fun if you if you watch it for what it is it's fun you know like don't look too too far into it so in terms of trivia about this uh, a bunch of people were considered for the role of summer alexander daddario the woman that okay uh, yeah is in love with nina dobrev from vampire diaries from a bunch of stuff she's really cute i don't know her ashley benson would have been great who's ashley benson uh from spring breakers oh fuck yes absolutely alexandra ship who played Storm in the new X-Men movies, or at least in the X-Men Apocalypse. And then a bunch of people I don't know. Shelley Hennig from Teen Wolf, Bianca Santos from The Fosters, Denise Tonts from The Fosters, and then Georgie Porter, who was this beautiful blonde from this show called Holly Oaks, which I don't know. I think it's either Australian or British. Uh, she auditioned and didn't get the part. I would love to have seen the chick from Spring Breakers, now that I'm just disappointed. I think you did just officially ruin the movie for me. <laughs> Well, good. I'm sorry. Uh, Pamela Anderson didn't want to be in the movie. Wow. But she, I guess, got sucked in in or whatever. Got paid is what she did. Nine wrestlers were in the TV show. So The Rock is the 10th wrestler to be in a Baywatch thing. Oh, cool. Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Ric Flair, and a bunch of other people I don't know were in the TV show. Nice. there's like a history of... Wrestlers. I guess just shirtless people in their daily lives just being on the beach or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Justin Timberlake and Justin Bieber were rumored to have roles in the film, but they don't. I guess there's just a lot of, like, rumors floating around of, like, oh, did you hear that he's in this movie or whatever? Yeah. Jessica Simpson was rumored to be cast as CJ, who is the Kelly Rohrbach one, the hot blonde. I think that she would have actually done a good CJ. I, I wouldn't have been upset with but that. But she's also, like, 15 years older or 10 years older, at least, than CJ. You know what I mean? Like, CJ is, like, 20. I get it, but I'm saying, like, I think Jessica Simpson, like, look-wise, based purely on looks, I think the shoot had done okay. Bill Hader. You know Bill Hader? Yes. He was rumored for the role of Mitch, the rock role, which is very strange. Yeah, that doesn't work at all in my head, but okay. It would have to be, like, a completely different dynamic, because he's like this, you know, because it would be, I think it'd be, like, a funnier movie as opposed to a serious movie. Not that the rock can't be funny, but, like, when you have the rock in the movie, you'd be like, oh, look at this guy who's, like, 
football business or whatever, as opposed to Bill Hader, who is Stefan and SNL and just like, uh, okay. But I mean, honestly, like, I don't think the Hoff was ever, like, super ripped, you know? I think that for a new age thing, The Rock was a good choice. I think that Bill Hader would have been a very comedic choice. I I agree with you. Uh, Kelly Brook, Kate Upton, and Charlotte McKinney were all rumored for the part of CJ. So basically, any model with really big boobs was considered or rumored for that role. Uh, that makes sense. Glamour models Keely Hazel and Kelly Bell were rumored to have auditioned. Are. I don't know. I know Kelly Hazel. I don't know who Kelly Bell is. And the the only other note I have is that whoever submitted it to IMDb was like coincidentally, even though it's not coincidentally, Zeph's name is Matt Brody. That is named after two different characters from Jaws. There's Matt Hooper and there's Chief Brody. So it's kind of a combination of another beach water themed thing. Okay, a little nod to Jaws. I wish that was a little bit more obvious, but okay. Okay, so here's my grand unifying theory of Zeph. That when I was watching this in theaters, I was bored. Because it's long. I don't love the investigation stuff. There's a lot of the drags on. I agree. Yeah. I wrote that, like, I don't think this has any bearing on anything, but I really hope it's true. I don't love it. I said that I would watch it, you know, five or ten times before I rewatched that awkward moment even just once. You know what I mean? Agreed. Yeah. Um, I think it could be a lot funnier. At one point. So this is where my theory sort of kicked in. So when they're in the morgue, when they are investigating, Zeph says, I feel like a doctor. And I was like, well, Zeph, you were a doctor. In In Parkland. Parkland. Yep, he was. That was another throwback. Yep. And I was like, you were good in that movie, even though the movie wasn't the best. I said, you were great in a lot of things. You just fallen into a rut. I said, in Baywatch, his character needs to recover and earn the trust and good graces of those around him. And then I said, with news that will be playing Ted Bundy in an upcoming movie, I couldn't help but think that this was a metaphor for his film career. Hmm. I realize it's not intentional, but that's where my mind went during the one of the long, long, humorless stretches of the movie. At the end of the movie, when they are fighting the bad girl, Zeph is thrown off a boat bound in a locked cage. He's saved a minute or so later by the rock, but I'm going to pretend that he actually died in the water and that the Zeph that came up from below the water is a new man, free of his frat boy roots and ready for a new phase in his career. His party boy self is behind him and he's respected, respectable man now. Like Jesus Zeph. Yes, exactly. Back Zephsis? from the dead. Zephsis? Zephsis. Okay. Or just Jesus Ephron. Will this mark a new era in Zeph's career? I can only hope. He's in a couple upcoming movies that sound decidedly unlike the other movies he's made lately, including The Greatest Showman, which is a musical that he's going to be in, which is going to be cool. Right. About the, the, the circus or whatever. Yeah. He's also going to be in the Ted Bundy movie. He's going to be in other stuff that's different. The Room, right? Isn't he in The Room one? The Disaster Artist, yep. Yeah. I always think that Neighbors will be one of his best movies, but I know that he can be more than just the good-looking butt of every joke. So, I mean, when he, like, I, I just, I think that when he gets thrown overseas is sort of like a, a, a cleansing, like a wiping away his sins, washing him free of like guilt Like White Sage, like he got him. smudged or something. Yeah. So that's sort of my my theory, my hopes, my dreams, my wishes. I wish that too. I, I mean, I think that he's only going up. This was like a little half step. I don't even think this was a back step. I don't think this was anything, but like, dude, he, he needed to be in this. He looks ripped. He got paid good for Zeph. It's a big movie. It's exposure that he needs, you know what I mean? So he can still do these big films. Does I still he need s- exposure? Because he's like a known, he's a known quantity. Yeah, but you need to stay in big movies. You can't just Franco the fuck out of this all the time, like, and be in, like, all these weird movies that you want to be in. You know what I mean? I, like, s- I still think it's funny that we were going to do James Franco for a podcast, and we were like, oh, he's been in 160 movies, and if we did one a month, it would take us over 10 years. Yeah, and he's, like, still super prolific. Like, he's making, like, tons of movies at all times, so... He's, he's doing, like, nine or something this year? Like, he's just, like, it's just... It's insane. Yeah, and so I'm assuming... 
Okay, so like, do the comparison. How many Franco movies do you think are good of his 165 that he had? Oh he- no, it's not. It's I mean, maybe 40. Yes. Which is a lot, but like. There's a lot that aren't good. Yeah, there's a lot that are probably, like, way worse than that awkward moment. And I'm sure he has, like, a few better than Neighbors and shit like that. But it's like, Zeph's ratios are gotta be close, you know? Yeah. Any other last thoughts about this before we get into the games? No, I'm excited to get into the games. So, Mailbag, there is no mail, because as we're recording this, we just released the last episode yesterday. Jenny, write us some mail. mail. I'm waiting for more email from you, please. Jess Montez. Or Jess Montez. Ugh. Still waiting on that. Google game we can finally play for the first time in a while. Wow, shit. We're going to Google Baywatch Zac Efron. Oh, I got one. I got a good one. And you're going to be mad that I already remembered it. What? What what are the the autocompletes? Zac Efron Baywatch Fall? No. Oh, Zac Efron Baywatch Shirtless? No. Hair? No. Fuck, I thought the tumble would have got me. Um... So the ones that that we're not going to guess, the third... So the first one is just Baywatch Zac Efron. Okay. Number three is release date. Number four is trailer. Number five is interview. Number six is scene. There are two people that. So one is Zach Efron and Dwayne Johnson. One is Zach Efron and Alexandra, the Dario. Okay. But there are three other things. Uh, one thing we've talked about. One thing we did not talk about, which I'm surprised that we didn't talk about. And then. Uh, motorcycle? One thing that's motorcycle, yep. Is number Crossdresser. seven. Dress. Dress. number six, which we did not talk about. I still don't understand why, other than, like, wouldn't it be funny to see Zev in a dress? Like, I guess. Yeah, it has no reasonings, but I liked it. I mean, he played it cool, and, like, the dress was funny, and just to make fun of Matt again, Matt likes... <laughs> Matt likes muscular women, like you know, like pretty fit oh, chicks, okay. which is sure, pretty funny because okay. none of us are very fit. I always like so, send. So he needs to find uh, a CJ. No, but he also likes tattoos. Matt's really weird. Never mind. Let's not get into <laughs> what Matt's taste in women are. It's fucking weird. But anyways, he likes he likes very fit chicks. So we like to send him pictures of female bodybuilders all the time to mess with him because he says no, he doesn't like female bodybuilders. He likes fit chicks. Whenever I saw Zeph in a dress, I was like Matt totally your speed and i was like you know who she is and he was like i don't know but it kind of looks like a man i was like yeah zeph in a dress totally for you (laughs) he was not as amused as i was but i thought it was funny so that story actually relates to the first autocomplete which is zach our baywatch zach efron diet Basically, Ooh. I guess guys and girls like, how do I look like that, or how do I get my boyfriend to look like that? What? Yeah, is, this is like the three hundred thing. Wasn't there another movie that we that he was like diet or exercise plan or something? Yeah, what was that? I don't know. Was it Neighbors? It might have been Neighbors. Mm. We've been talking about Neighbors it a was lot. A, this I episode. think it was a recent one. I do think that this is probably like he probably ate six thousand calories a day, like all protein, and then spent. 12 hours in the gym. Like, there's no other way to, like, look like this unless you're, like, roiding up. You know what I mean? Like, He's definitely on some supplements because you're not, like, that, like, veiny. Like, he was, like, super veiny in this one, too. You know what I mean? Yep. Trailer. Oh, we can we actually watch the trailer now. Oh, cool. Okay, so there are... We have lots of trailers, so let's see. I yeah, just pick one. I was going to use the one from our favorite movie website because I think that would be a good one, but... I'm gonna, okay, so I searched Baywatch trailer, and then I sorted by view count. So okay. the number one is from Paramount Pictures. It's got a little over 10 million views, 10,681,000. Okay. Baywatch 2017 official trailer, Paramount Pictures. Okay. All right. Uh, three, two, one, play. Running. Zep right already. Almost yeah. Shattered. I'm oceanic, motherfucker. Oh, we see the end already? Okay. 
Yeah, which is weird. Like, I don't understand. This is, there's so many cuts. A lot of boxing. There was, I forgot about the boxing in this movie. Diving under the fire, that's a cool move. Dragging that's somebody out. Credits. Oh, him with the with the sandcastle, that was pretty cool. I like that. Yep. Again, like, he's sort of the god Big of Big dick joke again. Awesome. Yep. See, you the extras, like, those just three babes in the Yeah, just like, I was just oh, gonna just say. Everybody's stacked. Zeph on a motorcycle. Does he trash his motorcycle when he saves that girl, or does he sort of, like, uh, bail out on the last minute? He bails out at the last minute. I was hoping he would run it off the dock. The training, the competition. Oh, they're on other sides. That's not how it was in the movie. What? The rock was on the left in the movie, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it was the same way. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, them falling off the deck. Oh, him getting punched in the head. I forgot about him getting, like, punched in the head while she's trying to save her kids or whatever. See, this is the problem. This is why I don't watch trailers anymore, because I feel like this is... Tells you everything. Exactly. Him falling into the... And then, like, him standing up and just saying, you know, let's do shots or whatever. I mean, I didn't show that in here yet, but... Yeah. It's... it's. I, I feel like that was in another trailer or whatever. There's also the fact that there were, like, a teaser trailer. There were two official trailers. It's, like, everything you want to see about the movie. Although, with this kind of movie, like, you know, it's... Maybe it's not a bad thing. Like, maybe you're just like, oh, I saw the trailer, like, I've seen Baywatch, basically. Yeah. This cop needed to be used more, and I think Hannibal should have been the cop, actually. What's that cop been in? Do we know? Yeah, he's been in stuff. I'm gonna look him up after this. Oh, God, when she spanked herself and walked away. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's so fire. Oh, we have Tranny Zeth in the trailer, too? Shit. Man, there's... It's like... So... God... Was that pink Vespa thing in the movie? Because I don't remember that. I don't remember. Oh, he gets punched in the head again there. Always getting punched in the head. Man, yeah. if they have the fat drip on him, I feel like they might. Yep, here we go. Damn, everything from this movie. Holy shit, this is a crazy trailer. It's disappointing, really. Yeah, dude, this would have been rough. Like, if I would have seen this first... And... Like, what is, what's left? Like, I don't understand... This is why I don't understand people who, like, just watch trailer after trailer after trailer. Because, like, that's the entire movie. Yeah, that was a lot of the movie. Like, a lot oh of God. it. Although I am glad that the first time we got to do the trailer game in, you know, three or four episodes or whatever it's been, we actually got sort of, like, it was there was a lot a of talk real about real trailer. Because... Yeah, that was yes. a real trailer. I'm going to look up that cop. Let's see here. Uh, Hannibal is credited as just Dave the Tech. <laughs> Not even given a last name. Um, oh, he's Sergeant Ellerby. His name is Yaha Abdul Mateen II. Oh, no, he hasn't been in a lot. Wow. He's in that TV show, The Get Down, which was canceled on Netflix. They had the two halves the first season, the oh, Baz yeah, yeah. show. Um, People like liked six it, too. building that. He's going to be in the new Aquaman movie coming out next year. Oh, he's going to be in The Greatest Showman with Zeph again this oh, year. Oh, so. wow, another Zeph next year in here. He was in a short film in 2012, but his next credit was... 2017 with Sydney Hall the get down in this movie so cool Sydney Hall's a movie that I want to see it was from a Sundance film um, with a couple other people that I really like so this guy's a newcomer it just feels like I think that's a compliment to him that it feels like he's been around because he's so good in that small role and I wish that there was more of him yeah 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 I liked it I, I think that he has some potential and I want to see him in The Greatest Showman too so we can't do Crying and Shirtless and Job and Sport because we've already done that for the next episode I didn't, we didn't realize when we were recording the 
Sharpay's Five Episode Adventure 2 episode that Baywatch was going to be out this month. Yeah. So it sort of, you know, caught us off guard a little bit. Next episode, which comes out in three days, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, which is the Miracle Run episode, we can go back to that game. The Letterbox game we can actually play again once more, which is pretty exciting. Okay. So there's a couple different Letterbox games that we're going to play. Let me load up the Baywatched Letterboxed page. This is a tough one because this movie hasn't been out on DVD yet, so my numbers are going to be a little little hard. It's going to be a little little tricky here. All right. Oh, let me actually bring up also Mad Max just for comparison's sake. Mad Max. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So Mad Max Fury Road has been seen by 144,000 people. Yes. Okay. It has 2,400 and change people who put it in their top four films of all time. Yes. So Baywatch has been seen by... Do you want to guess the number of people? I don't remember exactly how we play this. Do you want to guess the number seen, or do you want to know that and guess the number of people in the top four? No, I guess the number of people that seen it, too. So 144,000 people saw Mad Max Fury Road or logged it on Letterboxd. How many people saw Baywatch? Um, 12,513. No. I'm going to give you one hint, okay. and then you can guess again, and then we can sort of go from there, see how it goes. It's a far smaller number. It's not a small number, but it's a far smaller number than I would have expected. So you were too high in your first one. 4,567. You were close. It's 6,066. So See, now now go back and check this number after this comes out on DVD. Like, when this comes out, I bet that it's going to be a lot closer. Okay, so now a follow-up question. Out of those 6,066, how many people, and there is a number higher than zero, how many people put it in their top four films of all time? Um, I would go... Five? Three. <laughs> I was going to guess three. Shit. I was going to guess three. Okay. I was close, though. Okay. So the weirdest thing is that one guy who basically has the equivalent of a Twitter egg gave it two stars, put it in his top four. His review of the movie is... Was. Let me load it up. Uh, his his other four favorite movies. I, I don't actually. I want to see before we before I spoil those because that's the other game you can play. Guess what other movies are in there? All I'm saying is there is a joke about Steve Irwin being dead. Maybe not that funny, guys. This guy took offense to a joke in the movie, and yet put it, put it in his top, top four movies of all time. Maybe he just doesn't even know what he's doing with like the no face and stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Okay, so so here's what we're going to do. His other top four movies, I, th- I don't know if this is a joke. I don't know what. They're all movies with The Rock. It's Baywatch, The Scorpion King, Tooth Fairy, and Faster. Okay, that's amazing. Okay. There's another person who barely uses Letterboxd, who has in their top four. His other top four are Intruders, which is not a good horror movie, a movie called Morgan, which I don't know, and a movie called The Throwaways. Wait, Morgan? Is that the one with the little girl? That was a good movie. No, no, no. This is a different Morgan. Okay. There is... The third person who put it in the top four is a girl. Yes. A cute girl. Okay. On Twitter, at Firehawson. I don't know where... This This is weird. Okay, so she is top four. Baywatch is her number two. Okay. Uh, two other movies. So w- the one you're never going to guess is Love, Rosie, which is a movie that came out a couple years ago with Lily Collins who I love, and okay. Sam Claflin. She's like, it's a British film. That's in her top four. Two other movies in her top four also came out this year. What do you Guardians think of the Galaxy brother- 2. Is her number one. And? And Pirates of the Caribbean, the new one. Nope. Um, Two more guesses. Um, Shit. What other movies came out this year? Um, Let me look. And I, I'm, I got like a half a cheat sheet here. I'm going to okay. go Rogue One. Nope. That was last year. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. 
she also she gave Baywatch five out of five stars and gave it a little heart designation, which means that she likes it. So she was all in on Zeph. Ghost in the Shell. Nope. Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, God. I hate the new Spider-Mans, but okay. Good for her. Well, this is a new Spider-Man. This is a new, new Spider-Man. Oh, that's right. They, they, they redid. The, they got rid of Andrew Garfield already. That's right. Yep. 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 Okay. So that was that. Okay. The last game that we have to play is Fire Ass Titles, Ooh. which I feel like is really hard for this. Because I feel like Baywatch is such a simple thing that it almost... Are you giving up? You don't want to play no, this I'm not game with up, me, bro? It's, it's almost on par with High School Musical, sort of. I'll, I'll lead off with Lifeguards. Poseidon. The Beach. The Olympiad. The Vomit Comet. Muscles. Boobs. Flocka. Oh. The drug is called Flocka, which is... A real fine, drug. Fine. It's a real yeah. drug. That actually How's that compared to an ECA stack? This is our, this is our new no... weekly drug segment here on Zack Attack. <laughs> I have no idea, dude. I, Flocka is like a new drug, and it's fucking, I don't, it's fucking weird, man. I don't. It was I don't launched touch... in your retirement. Yeah, I, I've definitely never done Flocka. It didn't exist when I was doing drugs. It's like I, feel, I hate to feel this old, but it's like a drug that I would never want to try to do. It's like okay. some weird, like synthetic meth type situation. Like fuck that shit. No way. Whoa. Okay. Like, analog synthetic meth is what I think it is, but I'm not sure, because I don't fuck with that shit. Also in this movie, there is a whole subplot about how she wants, like, it's like urban development, and she wants to own the bay, and, like, that one guy, Chen, is holding out. Yeah, it's just like, oh, boy, like, why is that in the movie? Yeah, we didn't need to talk about it. We just skimmed over it. See? It didn't really matter. But But it's such a prevalent... The shark bite. Does it make it bit by a shark? Yeah, Hannibal does. That's how he died. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, beautiful people on the beach. Beach cop. Uh, what's, it's from the trailer. What is, oh, lifeguard pursuit. Lifeguard pursuit. I like that. All right. I think that's a good place to end. Good. That's uh that would be a, that'd be a good name of a movie. That's yeah. almost like, that's on par with like, let's be cops. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. just like a, yeah, I like it. Job and an action. Lifeguard pursuit. Yep. Any other thoughts about Baywatch in general? I don't know when the Disaster Artist or The Greatest Showman come out, so I don't know when the Blu-rays are going to come out. So this might be the last bonus, like, true bonus Zack Attack for the year. When those yeah. do come out, we will cover them. That might be next year, might be later this year, I don't know. We'll We've still do got another I'll still five be episodes here. or four episodes or whatever left, so... Yeah. Uh, but any other last thoughts about Baywatch? Um, no, no. I think that it's worth the watch. If you like Zeph, watch it. It's worth the Baywatch? It's worth the Baywatch. You can go in lifeguard pursuit of finding the movie on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it. It's fun. It's fun. D- don't don't look too much into it, but watch the movie. It's fun. Uh, maybe maybe drink some beers. Maybe check. Oh, I got hammered back. watching this movie. I mean, like get, that was probably played badges. into me loving it. Yeah, dude, I got get some untapped badges. Is that what you said? Yep. Yeah. Show was... off to your friends how many more badges you have than them. Like, yeah, you're an alcoholic. By the way, it. the only reason why I showed that to you and you didn't get it either is that last night they like updated the app. So if you had over the badges were cut off at fifty. And if you oh, had over that, okay. what happened was is I checked in one beer and it instantly gave me from 50 to 100 worth of badges all at once. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah, because I had already drank all those beers, but they like updated the number to 100. So what happened was is like I got like 100 and like or almost 200 badges. It was like 150 or something. So in, like, it's, like, one it's like raising the level cap in like an MMO online. Like exactly. You have all the experience. Yeah, that's really funny. 
Yes. So I was thinking, I was, I was, I, when I saw that picture, I was like, this is real unrelated to Zack Attack, but you know, people are listening to this not just for Zack Efron, but also maybe for us. Uh, maybe. When I saw that picture, I was like, I thought they capped at 50, but maybe I misremember that. And then, because you were like level 98, 99, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I'm like, oh, it's just a lot of badges. You explained it to me. It makes sense. So yeah. congratulations on really, truly being an alcoholic. Oh, dude, I have, I have proof in the pudding. So, <laughs> Yeah. Well, for all things Zack Attack, you can go to cageclub.me or facebook.com slash cageclub or at cageclubpod on Twitter. Actually, since the last time we recorded, which was like a week ago, we decided that we're going to do another new podcast, too. So on the... Oh, that's right. We have a third new podcast. On the new show announcement, which is coming in a couple months, we are going we'll to announce... We'll fucking announce that one, too. Yeah. Three new podcasts. It's not an actor. It's something different. So Jenny and whoever else wants to write in, you can email us, zackattack at cageclub.me. Should we give them the hand? Should we give them the hint of what it's going to be? No. Um, okay, like, so what, like a hint of like what it's going to be, like a hint to guess. I was going to give them a hint to guess. It's something that we've talked about a lot. No, I was going to give them a better hint. Can I just give them something what? something we talked about. I, okay, well, that's that's way better hint than what I was going to give them. If I would give them that one, it would have been so easy to put together. Okay. Well, fine. then what, what's your hint? Maybe I'll just edit this out. My hint was going to be, it's a movie. F- we can't keep both. We have to keep one or the other. <laughs> Please beep mine out. I hope you beeped mine out. Beep! Do it like last time. Because we're doing two actors, one of whom Jenny already guessed. So write in with your guesses. We will let you know on air if you're right, but we're still going to beep it out. Yeah. Uh, still trying to get the second person guessed. And then we have a new thing, which I'm not sure how I'm going to edit this, but it's either one thing or the other thing as your hint. And it's going to be very different, but it's going to be a lot of fun, I think, and I'm really excited for it. So Yes. I think it'll be fun. And they're gonna, we're going to do... They're all going to be monthly, and we'll get into all the details and all the specifics of that when we do the new show reveal. And that episode, the new show reveal, will come out on October 15th. Perfect. I'm excited. So we have Miracle Run, Clip Show, special thing that we're doing live at your house. Yep. That's not, we're, not, we're not broadcasting live, but we're doing live in person. And then the new show announcement, and then the Zeffies. Yep. So we've got five more episodes of Zack Attack, which you can find all that stuff at cageclub.me, facebook.com slash cageclub, and at cageclubpod on Twitter. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe, too. And we'll see you next time on Zack Attack.